Welcome to the Wild Menopause Podcast, where we explore an empowering reframe on women, menopause, and midlife. I'm Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach, and I call menopause the passion portal, a sexual and spiritual rebirth into the richest, most creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life. If you're entering perimenopause, immersed in menopause, or postmenopausal, and you're ready to rock your third chapter like a queen, this podcast is for you. Are you done with feeling like you're being put out to pasture? I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. In this show, I offer a body, mind, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on topics like female orgasm, pleasure, sensuality, tantric and Taoist practices, somatic healing, intimacy, and desire-based living. Basically, all the things that support you in manifesting and creating an amazing third chapter of your life. And oh yeah, I'm an astrologer, so you'll see some of that too. I'm so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Just a quick note to set the container. The perspectives I share here in the show are my own and come from my lived experience as a white, cis, heterosexual woman. I do use some binary language and talk about the sacred feminine quite a bit. I fully recognize and honor that what I share here will not resonate with so many wonderful humans. There are many varied experiences of living in a female body. So please, take what serves and leave the rest. Hey there, Diane here. Welcome back to the show. I hope all is well in your world, wherever you are on this beautiful planet. In my neck of the woods in upstate New York, we are springing into spring officially. Today is one of those misty, rainy days that feels so soft and magical to me. It's that kind of day that just inspires my imagination. And it feels so hydrating in every way, if you know what I mean. It just makes me so happy to know that the flowers that are starting to come up are getting what they need to thrive. And I feel connected to that as well. Feeling relaxed and nourished and and hydrated. I feel like I'm in my flow and ready to connect with you. Which is kind of a funny segue into this episode, which is all about rage. (laughs) Yes, rage. So yeah, I'd like to explore with you, if you're game, rage as a source of power, as a source of creative and erotic power. And to me, it's the same thing, really. So rage is something that a lot of people, especially in the wellness, yoga slash spiritual world, don't want to talk about. And I love talking about it. I feel that rage is sacred and can be used in service to so much good. I feel it can be a portal if we choose, if we choose to work with it well. Perhaps the main portal into full embodiment of our sensual and erotic power and a main portal into living a desire-based life. What do I mean by a desire-based life? Is living in a paradigm where you are creating your life from the inside out, from your core values and desires. This is a deeply feminine principle. 
It has a lot to do with bringing spirit into matter. It has a lot to do with embodiment or involution, a down and in rather than up and out. And the up and out, of course, the transcendence, is a big part of what so many spiritual practices are about. And there's nothing wrong with that. The transcendence of up and out, of conquering desires, of getting off the wheel. That works for a lot of people, or so it seems, but it's never really worked for me. Not long-term anyway. It's a very masculine model. and can feel pretty toxic to me and to many people that I know. So desire-based living, this desire-based living thing, it's an incredibly empowering principle to live by. And that's most likely why it's been so shamed, shunned, dissed. Just getting in touch with your desire can, can be made wrong on so many levels by, I would think, so many cultures in the world. Because when we know how to live from desire, we are powerful. When we know how to work with our rage in service to our desire, we've got the keys to the queendom, which is so core to my work, my way of coaching, and the way I try to live my life. It's all about desire. Getting clear on what we want. It's about owning and embodying our desire so that we can vibrate on that level and take inspired action when it's called for to create and manifest our vision in our 3D world. You may have heard this quote by the mystic and poet Rumi. It's one of my favorites. He says, what you seek is seeking you. I interpret that as what you desire is desiring you. And it's our job to get clear on what it is we want, get clear on our desire, and to approve of that desire, to feel good about it, to feel good about what we want. And allow it to come alive in our body. That's where the magic happens. That's when we activate our magnetism. And where we receive inspired downloads and all that good stuff. So by bringing in the rage in this way is kind of a take on the law of attraction that embraces the wild primal feminine. Some would say dark feminine. I like to say the shadow knows. <laughs> Harking back to a, I think it was like a 1920s radio show or something like that. <laughs> but don't let that scare you. The shadow knows. This is good stuff. This is about your empowerment. So there's a lot to unpack here, but I'll start by sharing something that I learned from my teachers, my mentors years ago when I was starting my journey through menopause. And it was a huge game changer for me. Here it is. Are you ready? 
There are two parts. Part one. Under every complaint is a desire. The bigger the complaint, the bigger the desire. I'm going to say that again. Under every complaint is a desire. The bigger the complaint, the bigger the desire. Let's just breathe together for a moment or two to take that in. Soften your belly. Maybe close your eyes if that feels comfortable. And just breathe. And notice. And I'll say it again and just notice if you feel this in your body. Anywhere in your body on the level of sensation. Under every complaint is a desire. The bigger the complaint, the bigger the desire. Again, just scanning. Just notice. And breathe. Oh, let's take a sigh. Ah. <laughs> Part two. Part two of this. Rage is passion without a place to play. Let's take a moment together, a moment or two, to let that land as well. Let's just breathe together. Make some space for that. Rage is passion without a place to play. And gently scan your body for any sensation. Can you feel anything happening in your body? If so, where? And what are the sensations? And again, let's take a nice deep breath and sigh. (sighs) Yeah. So you may want to journal on that to see what comes up. After the show, of course. (laughs) So rage. I see rage as an important messenger, a wake-up call from Shakti, the wild, primal, feminine expression of life force energy that wants to move through us, wants to move through every human. That part of us that wants us to move from desire so that we can live our purpose and do what we came here to do and love fully. Rage can point us towards our most important desires. And most likely, if you're like many women I know, you have known rage. (laughs) If you're like most adults I know, no one has taught you what to do with it. And I'm right there with you. I mean, I started learning these lessons at age 40. So yeah, (laughs) we're kind of kept in the dark on what to do with the shadow in general, what to do with strong emotions, 
in general. So you're not alone. So no shame there. But most likely no one taught you how to work with rage, how to handle rage. And by handle, I don't mean manage it, trying to stuff it in any way like that. But how do we truly harness its power in a way that feels good and is in service to love? So again, I feel that rage is a, is a huge part of the sacred feminine within. And sometimes the sacred feminine part of us is screaming for attention. Right? Rightfully so. So I like to call this part of my inner sacred feminine, my inner bitch. And she's kind of a sexy mix, sexy blend of Bellatrix Lestrange from the Harry Potter series. She's wildly fierce, erratic, and totally out for what turns her on. And there's a bit of sultry, sassy Amy Winehouse in there too. I just want to take a second to give a nod to Amy, right? Rest in peace. Such an amazing talent, so much soul left this world way too soon. Just a deep bow to Amy Winehouse. I just love her music and her spirit. But yeah, that's the the vibe of my inner bitch. <laughs> and I have a nice uh, image of her too in my mind as I speak. She's She's very sassy, very fun. And she's been with me, gosh, as long as I can remember. I started to really get to know her when I started menstruating, actually. So every month when I would um, experience what we call quote-unquote symptoms of PMS, she would rear up and start ranting about everything in my life that wasn't working, at least according to her. There would usually be a list of complaints. And in my younger years, until I hit perimenopause, I would just kind of listen, kind of sort of listen a bit, but not really. I would rant a little bit, ride the storm usually project and rant out to whoever happened to be my partner at the time, mostly my husband. We've been together a long time. And then make apologies afterwards where I needed to, (laughs) again, usually to my husband, sometimes to my sons later on. And then just get back to quote unquote normal, nice Diane, you know. But here's the thing, when I started to go through perimenopause, so a little bit before I hit full menopause, Instead of these short monthly visits that usually lasted a few days, she moved in full time into my life. Like seriously, moved in, and I like to th- I like to say she put her feet up on the coffee table in my living room, sat on the couch, plopped her bag down, and was like, "I'm here. Let's go. I'm not going away this time." So it was like, "Oh, okay. Let's go." so I I needed to get intimate with this part of me, get intimate with my inner bitch. I needed to start to listen to her, and I'm so glad I did. So armed with those two concepts that I shared with you earlier, number one, under every complaint is a desire. The bigger the complaint, the bigger the desire. And number two, rage is passion without a place to play. I started a deeper conversation with my inner bitch. 
I started to listen to what she was trying to tell me. What she was complaining about. What were her chief complaints? And I started to excavate the desires under those complaints. Sometimes it's just about asking the right questions, isn't it? Asking ourselves the right questions. I started to ask, how can I give my passion a place to play? Certainly there's a lot of passion here. So how can I give all of this passion, which is expressing expressing through rage, a space to breathe and move and stretch and express so it can fuel me and be a force of good in my life instead of having me self-destruct? For me, giving my passion a place to play had to do with embracing, cultivating, making space in my busy as fuck life with three young sons. We were, um, I was homeschooling them at the time, but yeah, just somehow carving out, it was really imperative that I do so for my health and the health of my family, but carving out the time for my sensuality, for my pleasure, for Eros, orgasm. And out of that came a renewed relationship with my creativity, an incredible sense of joy and vitality that I didn't even know was possible at that point. So, (laughs) yeah, that's so my invitation to you, dear listener, is to celebrate your rage, get to know your beautiful inner bitch. She's actually your best friend, your BFF. She totally, unconditionally has your back. She wants you to have it all. A life full of passion, pleasure, and purpose. And she won't back down. She's the keeper of your deepest desires. So love her up. Get a visual of what she looks like to you, how she presents to you. Maybe make an altar to her. Start a journal just for her. Move your body in erotic, sensual ways and invite her in. Invite her into the movement. Invoke her. You'll be so glad you did. If you'd like some support on this, this is what my free 30-minute call is all about. We dive into what you truly desire. And I lead you through a short process to feel that come alive in your body. I don't do sales calls. I do this in service to your sacred feminine. If you decide to work with me, awesome. If it's not a good time for you to do that, for whatever reason, also awesome. Regardless, if this speaks to you, I'd love to meet you. I'll leave a link in the show notes so you can set up a free chat with me. About 30 minutes, sometimes 45. Depends on, you know, what your inner bitch has to say. (laughs) So it could take a little longer, but it's totally free. And uh, I'd love to meet you and and talk about this and give, give that a little space to breathe. Allow that to come alive for you and your body. Okay, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show and you want to learn more, you want to go deeper, 
You're my kind of woman and I'd love to meet you. I'd love to have you in my community. Head on over to my website, shaktikor.com. There you'll find an invitation to join my list and get free instant access to a resource library that I created for you called The Goddess Vault. It's chock full of resources to support you in reclaiming and embodying your sensual sovereignty. You'll find guided meditations, breathwork practices, movement practices, and even a beginner's guide to starting a jade egg practice. It's all on my site waiting for you at ChaktiCore.com. I'll see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you think would benefit from the content I'm sharing here, please share the love, pass it along. Thanks again for listening. I'll catch you next time.